welcome. That mellow vibe. I like that mellow vibe. Welcome to episode 121 of Folks Talking Sports. I am KG Chris Gardner of the Houston Round Ball Review. And with me is Willie Gibson in Ohio, alum of the Ohio State University. How are you, sir? Doing well. How about you? Doing well. The show is streaming on Facebook, YouTube, and Musk. Folks talk sports. Yes, it is Musk. Corey Miller. Corey, how you doing? Corey, I'm kind of curious, man. I'm, I'm going to go right into it, man. Give me one second. Brother Gibson. Yes, sir. I know, like I said, you are a proud alum mm-hmm. of the Ohio State University. Correct. Do you have, are you willing to share any thoughts on the national championship game matchup featuring the Washington Huskies versus the team from up north? Yeah. Um, you know, in journalism, you know, we always talk to localize the story. Correct. You, you have Michael Penix Jr., former uh, Indiana quarterback from the Big Ten, uh, Kellen DeBoer, former offensive coordinator at Indiana as well. Um, yeah, I, I look for a good game in your city. And uh, I look for Washington to, uh, I want to say cut down the nets, but that's March Madness. But uh, I, I think Washington wins the game. I really do. I really, I, I, I look by, by 100, like Corey. <laughs> ah, Corey. <laughs> uh, by a billion. No. Um, no. Um, I, I don't know scores. I don't do scores. But yeah, I think Washington wins the game. Okay. But well, since you are. And Speedy Wolf Bear, that's a new name. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the channel and to the show. Another reason why you are part of the Houston Round Barview family is your knowledge and insight and your connections. You're a Buckeye. Yeah. There's a certain Buckeye, I, I think. I think he's going to the playoffs. playoffs. Yeah, yeah, you're playoffs. the Coleridge. Coleridge. My God. So, yeah. yeah, thoughts on that? Um, I mean, hey. Congrats to, to to Coach Ryan's his staff, CJ, as you said. Um, they did it. They did the doggone thing, yeah, as they say. Um, they uh, congratulations, but you know, they have a, a, a uh, <laughs> they have a formidable opponent coming to the building this weekend. Um, Has it been announced? Because I've been in basketball mode the last thirty six hours, man. So I don't know what's going on. Well, yeah, it'll it'll be it'll be the Cleveland. In Houston, but just time and day has not been announced. That won't be announced till uh, later tonight, maybe midnight, close there. Uh, but yeah. So the Browns again. Browns again. So the shot is coming. To watch. Shot is coming. <laughs> Stop huh. falling out there. All right. Well, so that defense is coming too, right? Yeah, Jim Schwartz, number one defense in the league, is coming. Miles Garrett. Potential defensive player of the year as well. So so today's game for the Browns, I guess they were locked into their, their spot. Yeah, it didn't matter. They were locked in at five. Um, so Stefanski did the smart thing, did the right thing, and and sat a great number of guys, Joe Flacco, Miles Garrett, um, Amari Cooper. I'm thinking about it, Corey. We'll see. We'll see. I'm thinking about it. I talked to, I talked to AD about an hour ago Okay, and uh, discussed some things. So we'll see. We'll see. Excellent, because AD did a, a wrap-up Saturday night available on the Round Ball Review 
YouTube channel on the corner talking about the Texans return to the NFL playoffs. And maybe, let's see, I'll be 52 this year. Maybe before I turn 60, the Washington fran NFL franchise would have returned to relevance, prominence, and the playoffs between now and then. And if that point happens, then I will get back into football bigly. <laughs> you know? Bigly. <laughs> but yeah. until then, I will rely on Brother Gibson and Brother A.D. Moore for their football insight and knowledge on this platform. <laughs> I'll talk some college football, obviously, with the Cougs and Coach Fritz. Finally having yeah. someone competent in charge of yeah. my alma mater. But outside of that, and some Big 12. Coach Prime coming to the Big 12, things of that yeah. sort. You know, I will dabble, but for the expertise, Willie Gibson, A.D. Moore will be, and others provide their knowledge here on the Houston Round Ball Review YouTube channel. Off air, you mentioned you saw Wimby today. I did. I did. I was in Cleveland. Um, I think I said, yeah, I got, yeah. Um, yeah, the Spurs were in Cleveland to uh, to play the Cavs, and uh, it's pretty interesting. Who one won? Sir? Who won? Cleveland, 117-115. Oh, so was it a good game? Did it go, come down to the wire, or, or did just the you know, last, the Spurs yeah, last few minutes? It, and... it was, uh, Cleveland came out flat. Yeah. Uh, so San Antonio jumped on jumped on early, and then uh, they got going. Karis LeVert uh, did what Karis LeVert does. Uh, off night by Donovan Mitchell. Uh, his numbers, you see his numbers, I think he ended up with like 17 and 10, so decent, but he had an off-shooting night. Um, and uh, at one point, the Cavs were up big, bigly, to use that term again. Uh, they were up 14 with like three minutes to go, and, uh, and San Antonio got it down to two. With ten sec, eight seconds to go with the ball down yeah. two, and uh, Cavs are Cavs play a little defense and got it away, so they held on for the win. But uh, their mind were, was in uh, other places. They actually are leaving. What time is it now? They're leaving now. Actually, they play it at one one p.m. Eastern on a Sunday, which is a rarity in the yeah. NBA for yeah, Cleveland. Sure. Uh, they are flying to Paris tonight. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, they play the Nets in Paris on Thursday. So thus the the 1 p.m. tip-off in, in Cleveland today, which is kind of weird. I, when I saw it, I'm like, that's, okay, that's interesting. Then I thought about it like, okay, they're going to Paris. Why aren't they going to play the Spurs? Then I thought about it. Yeah, Dan Gilbert's not losing the home game for anybody. So, right. <laughs> uh, you know, and, and I, last night I thought about it. like, why, why wouldn't they just play Wimby? In Paris, yeah, it would be perfect. That makes perfect sense. But Dan Gilbert's not giving up that dollar. He's not. So they'll be. Uh, yeah, they're leaving today. A uh, couple events with the NBA uh, clinics, mm -hmm. some visits, things like that. The game of is course. Thursday. Oh yeah, and then uh, I believe they fly out right after the game on Thursday. They play again at home, uh, Martin Luther King Day uh, versus the Bulls. So, wow, Donovan was one for ten from three today. Yeah, he was off. He was off. They missed wow. two free throws, two, wow. which that's crazy for him. So yeah, he uh, he was off. He was off. Rockets won Saturday night, beat the Bucks. So they split with their two games. One against Minnesota on Friday. Look bad against Minnesota. They look look overwhelmed. Oh, just outmatched against 
Minnesota, but the Bucks. What are your thoughts on the Bucks? Their defense is trash. It, it, yeah. it's, just not, it's just not good. You know, yeah. it's not piston level poor, but it's not very good. Yeah. It's interesting that I saw, was it late last week, they added an assistant to Coach Adrian Griffin's staff. And I don't know if that's good when you're adding, adding staff in January, midseason, just about. Well, Detroit so, did that. They added well, someone for player development. So, <laughs> Right. So, again, again, I say it's not good to be adding staff in January. That's not, that that's uh that's eyebrow raising to say the least. So, but yeah, Adrian Griffin. I mean, first job, first staff. And it's funny uh, the comments made by Giannis recently because he was the one that had picked right. Adrian Griffin. Right. So now it's kind of like, well, wait a minute, what's what's the deal? But I'm sure they'll figure it out. Trying to figure out the defense is still not good. No, it's not. First half, first half, Coach Ime and the staff. It it seemed like they made a point to go at Dame relentlessly. Didn't matter who it was, Jalen Green, whoever. Mm-hmm. Go get Dame. <laughs> go beat him off the dribble. And he's got what three more years ago on. Well, yeah. defense not gonna get any better. Man. I no. mean, and come playoff time for the when the teams are better, backcourts are better, yep. more experienced. Man, if I see a Dame Chris Middleton backcourt, I'm gonna have my guards do that one two switch mm-hmm. and barbecue chicken. Did Drew barbecue have a defense? He, he, he some a little bit. Yeah, he played a little bit of defense. Oh, okay, Fine. man. Because I mean, Chris Middleton, those bad knees. Nope, he can't guard anymore like he used to. Dame, right. nope. Mm-hmm. They're gonna get some points, but Dame was off last night. Mm. Giannis had 48 and 17, 48 points. I Jabari Smith after the game, <laughs> we went to the Jabari locker room, and he's like, "Damn, <laughs> he didn't realize." But <laughs> because it wasn't slam dunks, you know, a lot of just rim oohs and ahs. It was he made some free throws. Mm-hmm. Missed some, you know. I think he was like maybe 15, 21, something like that. But it wasn't a dominating because some of us, me, me, and my colleagues, were like, so what is tonight? 60, <laughs> 70, you know. I did, took the did he get the ball. Did he get the ball? How about I, that? I, well, it's up to who was it? The the chef? What was it? I forgot the post game comment John just made last night in his eight minute monologue. What was monologue? He answered questions from my colleagues. But part of his answer was, all of us have to do better. All of us. From the equipment manager, he has to wash clothes better. Yeah, All of us. Everybody. So he included himself in it. But he okay. said, you know, we have to wash clothes better. We have to coach better. We have to play harder. We have to play better defense. Lisa was better than the game before when he asked him how much he thought about the Pacers and the times that he thought about the Pacers. I'm kind of like, wow, bro, that's a little different. Did you hear that? If not in here, that but come if those two square up in the first round, oh, yeah, yeah oh, that's yeah. gonna be something right there. Man. Well, yeah. he named a couple of things that he does that he thinks about the Pacers. And the last thing he said was, When you get freaky at night, you think about the Pacers. And I was like, Whoa, whoa, wait a minute. Okay, I don't know if your significant other wanted that out there like that, bro, yeah. but yeah. yeah, that's a little yeah. different. I don't want that out there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, uh, right. yeah. All right. Well, 
who's the top seed in the, a, the AFC? Is still AFC? It's so Baltimore. 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 Yeah. Oh, the team that was over the hill or, or past their better days are the window had closed. That that team? Who said that? Well, who was it? Well, the, the team, I mean, clearly, if they were going to get steamrolled by the 49ers, they must be that's not good enough to compete with 49ers, right, Will? Well, no. Nah, it it was uh I mean, you asked some questions about Lamar and in the playoffs. I mean, he's sure. clear without question the MVP of the league. But he's one and two in the playoffs. Um, the last two years prior to this one, he didn't finish the season healthy. Mm-hmm. So they went into the playoffs with backup quarterbacks. So the question has always been Lamar, you know, his health, will he be around? And what is he going to do when they get there? So they sat him yesterday. Uh, he has another week off. So I think it's uh, 19 days between okay. games for him. Rust. So we'll see. Rest or know. rust. Yeah, right, right. So we'll see. We'll see how that goes. But, uh, yeah, it'll be a little interesting. Texas fans, how happy are y'all that the Texans are returning to the the playoffs? A.D. Moore will be there. Brother Gibson might be in town as well. Yeah. A.D. Moore will be at Monday's CFP title game between Washington and that team from up north representing the Houston Round Bar View. A.D. Moore has also been approved to cover the NFL's big game under the Houston Round Bar View media group umbrella. The Houston Round Bar View has been approved for the Final Four. You get the idea, people. You get the idea, okay? Just saying to put it out there, it's 2024. You see it up there in the upper right corner. Willie Gibson knows about it. You're at here. You want to advertise mm-hmm. on this show, on these platforms that are growing. Y'all know what to do. If you don't know what to do, I'm, I'm going to let you know. You remember right there? It is K- wrong. Kgardner at the HR.com. 7,000 plus subscribers on YouTube. 10,000 on the, on the media platforms. 4 million views and, grow, and more on YouTube total. On and on and on. I'm just saying right there. Kgardner at the HR.com. It's not just me. I have folks, colleagues that I trust who know what I don't know. And that's why it's all part of the Houston Round Ball Review Media Group. That's what it's all about, Brother Gibson. Yes, indeed. NBA. Yep. Draymond Green. He's back. Are you surprised he's back? This is it too soon, in your opinion? Too soon. Um, what 12 games now and counting? So it may end up being like 15 games. No, yeah. 15 games is about right. 15 games is about right. So I think they game. wanted 15 games, but I don't think they wanted to put a number and say it was 15 games, so they put it indefinite. And, yeah, uh, so it's about a month, roughly. 15 games. Yeah, it's about a month. month. Yeah. yeah, so, I mean, and all reports he's accomplished and, and met the parameters and the conditions uh, set forth by Adam Silver and, and the team and the NFLPA signed off on it, so yeah, that's that's cool. Now the key is what's going to happen the next time he's in that scenario. Yeah, that's will, the question. Will he count and, ten? Will Will he do some breathing exercises? What is he going to do? What is What has he learned to not lose his temper? Correct. Or lose his mind. Lose control. Lose control. Basically, lose control. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. Another question is with his return, where will 
Mr. Kaminga get his minutes? Uh, Toronto. <laughs> I think it's Detroit. I think okay. it's made for made for Detroit deal. Yeah. Alec Burks for Jonathan Kaminga. I don't All know right. if it matches salaries, whatever, but it makes sense to me. Yeah. Alec Burks, he's a veteran, gets buckets. Warriors still believe their window is open. It ain't, yep. but they still believe that. Yep. Kaminga's young, got a bright future, and likes playing defense, which Lord knows Detroit needs somebody like that on their team. Right. More, more of those guys on their team. I think it makes perfect sense, but I just put putting it out there. I, you know, I'm not being, you know, bias or anything of like not. that. I'm, you know, just saying Jonathan's not happy there. And I mean, he played Detroit played the Warriors a few days ago in a four point game, which shows tells you a lot about where the Warriors are. That the game against Detroit was like a four point game. It was right. close pretty much throughout. Says a lot about where the Warriors are. But anyway, Jonathan, hey man, you and Steve Kerr aren't getting along. Just tell him, you know, hey, we can turn things around in Detroit. If I if I'm there, make it happen, brother. Make it happen. Tell your people, talk to Tory's people. Let's get this going, man. Yeah. Let's, let me know. Hey. Tony M. I'm, yes, I'm saying that Tony M. Tony M takes he enjoys with the success of the Rockets now, 18 and 16. See, he enjoys it. He enjoys. These little needles that he's poking at me. He's 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 li- loving this, you know. But it's all good. Mm-hmm. It's all good. Part, part of the love here on the family on the Round Barbie channel. It's all good. One day, my team will return to being good. One day, might be as soon as after February deadline when Monty starts playing Kane Hayes and James Wiseman. But anyway, <clears throat> because he's doing that for some reason, um, trade purposes. Well, what are your thoughts on it? Trading guys, you know, playing guys. Give them more minutes to showcase them for other teams. Oh, you gotta do it. But at, do it. understood. But at what point do you stop doing that if they're not doing a good enough job? <laughs> That's a great question. Um, that comes to cost. I mean, because at a certain, like you said, at a certain point, if it's counterproductive, it's to the point where nobody's making a, a an offer on this guy. You know, and, don't cut your nose off to spite your face. You gotta, you gotta switch it up. Sure. You know, similar with the Rockets, keeping it local. Hope they're doing it with Jay Sean Tate. His, I think his, you know, his days are numbered here with Cam Whitmore. Get more time. Cam's getting more minutes because Dylan Brooks is out. Tarison for an injury that really is not specific. It just says lower leg injury for Tarison. He's missed this whole. Missed all last week. He won't play tomorrow against Miami. The Rockets haven't really practiced these last few days because of the, so many games this week. So I'm they, maybe they're shutting him down without shutting him down. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I got something similar up here at Cleveland. Ty Jerome. Ty Jerome played like the first five games of the season, maybe. And he's been out. And it's just ankle. Sprained ankle. It's not broken because we see him on the sideline. We see him in practice, walking around. So mm-hmm. it's not broken. Just ankle. No yeah, brace. on the bench, you know, yeah, so. his, his fits and everything. But he's just not – he hasn't played. He's still – when he does play, he's on a minutes restriction. It's like 25 a game, no more than that. But he hasn't even got that, <laughs> you know, been getting DMP lately. Speaking of that, they had uh, – Wimby's minutes restriction that was kind of interesting. Okay. 
It was kind of interesting. I'm like, I had forgotten. I'm like, why are they taking him out? And he sat for a great, great deal of time. And then I remember post game because he discussed it. Like, oh yeah, he is on a minutes restriction. Twenty twenty five. Yeah. I'm like, oh. Yeah, okay. twenty four, ten, three, and five blocks. Yeah. In his twenty five minutes. Yep. Were you impressed? Did he do anything to make it go like, ooh, or damn, or anything like that? Uh, his handle. I'm not gonna lie. He had a couple couple handles where he went behind his back, sit, tried to say J.A. Uh, Jared Allen. Mm-hmm. Um, Jared got him. I think Jared went out trying to prove a point because first play of the game they ran for him. And he tried to yam on him, and he hit the back iron and bounced mm-hmm. the half court. So I'm like, yeah, he was trying to let him let the young fella know, like, look, man, it's not going down like that. But then he got it. He, he blocked the shot at the rim. When Biyama went up and, and Jared Allen blocked the shot, and then on the suing possession back down, he dunked on him. So yeah, Jared, Jared, yeah, he, yeah, 29 and 16. 29 and 16, yeah. yeah. Jared Allen, he is uh he tried to prove a point that then they brought Tristan Thompson in, the old Wiley vet. Mm-hmm. And uh he kind of let Wimbyama know a couple times, like, you know, he Wimby got a couple calls and Tristan's like, come on. I know what this is, but come on, man. But uh, send a couple messages and let him know. Like, yo, fella, I, I, you know, I, you know, I'm not new to this. I'm true to this. Yeah, your your so, time is coming. Your time ain't now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was interesting. Because sometimes you gotta do that. Let these youngsters know. Hey, I know your time is coming. Yep. It just is not right now. Yep. You know, as long as I'm right here, you gotta wait. Just mm-hmm. that's all I'm gonna say. How are the Buckeyes doing the hoops? Ah, uh, they lost last night to Indiana, 76-71. Right. Yeah, yeah, they lost last night to Indiana, so they are uh, two and two in the Big Ten, uh, eleven and three overall. Um, had a bad loss before Christmas at Penn State. Penn State's probably the worst team in the Big Ten, so I don't know if they were looking ahead, trying to get home for Christmas, and they just which happens. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But that's a bad loss. And so last night at Indiana, I mean, Indiana lost Wednesday at Nebraska. So, you know, they they have they, – they, on the road at Assembly Hall, you know, it, it, it happened. So, you know, they got to, you know, uh, get ready, you know, watch the film, get ready, flush it, move forward. So, <laughs> Corey, Corey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, Pitt State, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Corey, yeah. get you an FTS mug, my man. Get that get that Folk Talker Sports mug. Click on that shop button. You too, Tony M. Y'all click on that. Get you some merch. Some round bar view merch or some FTS merch. And let everybody know. I got to check these guys out, man. They they have fun and, and share knowledge. Yeah. And Cougars, men's hoops. All right. Will, we're not going to go along to okay. tonight. Okay. But I want to. I'm gonna be kind of careful how I say this, brother Gibson, because you know what you know me. I do. The short time we know each other, you kind of figured out who I am, how I how yep. I do things. Yep. UH women's basketball. First year in the Big Twelve. All right. They're 0 and three, Tony. They're 0 and three. They lost Saturday, yesterday in Waco to Baylor. No shame in that. Baylor's Baylor's one of the best team in the country this year. Question. Yes. Speaking of that, mm-hmm. how did y'all how did y'all y'all fail to do? 
available. Yeah, let me let me check. She she did not get double figures. Well, did she? Because part of I am a voter. Uh, I think who was Corey mentioned it. I'm doing big things. I'm trying. I'm getting help of people putting out the word for me. I'm a voter for the Big 12 Women's Hoops Player of the Week. Okay. So part of how I compile stuff is look at the box scores here. Every every game. Sure. In women's hoops. So yeah, yeah. I don't think she had double figures yesterday. Uh she had yes, she did. Yes, she did. So she's on my spreadsheet. 11 points, four for eleven from the floor. Did not make a three. Three for four from the foul line. Okay. So 22 minutes, 11 points. Yeah. Baylor won 87-58, Will. Wow, 29. This comes off the Cougars losing at K-State on Wednesday, 72-38. 72-38? Oh, wow. The Cougars scored 14 points in the second half Wednesday at K-State. Nine wow. and five. They shot five for 26 in the second half at K-State. Now 0-3 in Big 12 play. 9-5 overall for most of the folks who know, who know basketball. The non-conference schedule was not very tough. And the tough games they had non-conference, they lost. <laughs> but 0-3 in Big 12, Will. All right. The next game is this Wednesday, the 10th. Home <laughs> against BYU, another newcomer. One of their best chances to win. This season in Big 12, well, I think will come from the other, other newcomers in the Big 12 women's side BYU, UCF, and Cincinnati. Other than that, I don't see them beating anybody else in Big 12. Do they come to Cincinnati? Uh, let me see. I'm not sure they do. Okay. Because I know the Bearcats come here. Doesn't look like it. Okay. No, okay. I would have. I would have gone. I would have been curious. I would. I would have gone to check them out. Of course, Meriwether is doing some things that you see. And speaking of, this far as going, Will. Yep. Excuse me. Yep. yep. Coach Meriwether, first year at Cincinnati, correct? Yep. Coach at UCF, second year at UCF. Okay. BYU, second year at BYU. Okay. Tony. Will, yep. Corey, all of y'all watching on Facebook, YouTube, and Musk. What year is this for Coach Huey at Houston? Ten. Ten. One more time. Ten. Wow. Same time as Kelvin Sampson. So. It's okay. See, Corey, Corey went there. <laughs> I wasn't going there, but I'm going there another <laughs> way. I'm going there another way. Corey, my man, that, that deserves this. Let me do that. That deserves this right here. Uh, let me see. Give you one of those. Correct. And then another one of these. Okay, so see, Miss Wanda, she knows it too. She knows. It's one thing you follow me long enough, you'll know how long Coach Huey's been at UH. You will know. Okay, so it's understandable for BYU, UCF, Cincinnati to struggle 
in the first year in a better conference in Big 12 basketball. It's understandable. Mm-hmm. One, second year. Ten, Will. And Coach Huey has coached in the Big 12 before when he's on staff at Texas. Mm-hmm. He's on staff at Rutgers. So he's been on staffs of other quote unquote power programs. Mm-hmm. They're 0 and 3, Will. They haven't looked good in the last two games. And you say, what is it, Chris? What is it? What is it? The simple thing, if I just want the administrators to do at Houston, look down the hall of the same building where women's basketball resides. Because, Will, mm-hmm. Coach Anderson has been in the Big 12 before when, when it was Big 8 and then Big 12. Their first game in the Big 10 was yesterday. Ask West Virginia if the Cougars are ready for the Big 12. Oh, her. About 34 yesterday. 89-55. Interim coach Josh Eilert said after the game, it was a very impressive performance defensively. And the Cougars are one of the best teams defensively he's seen in the Big 12 in his years in the Big 12. Wow. So it can be done. It's being done. I'm going to tie it all together. It's not the same level, but you get where I'm going. Rice, women's basketball. One on the road today at SMU. I think Houston's off at SMU when they were in the American. So I'm putting it out there too. Rice, women's basketball, Miss Wanda, Corey, Tony, Willie, everybody else watching us on Musk, YouTube, Facebook, is now 2-0 in the American. Their first year, Will, mm. in the American. Yep. Third-year head coach. Her first year in the American. So, as Corey said right here, it can be done. There's no reason the basketball program shouldn't be the standard here. In all sports, talk about men's hoops, UH should be competing, winning championships, and will. Didn't they say it? You've heard us say it. The president said, we expect to compete for championships in the Big 12. Yep. Coach Huey said, I think I've seen you clips, that they were ready to compete this year in the Big 12. Yes, you did. Even though anybody in basketball sense knew that was not going to happen. <laughs> but he said it. So he put it out there himself. He, he, he raised the bar for those expectations. And, and you know, and let me be clear. I'm not expecting to beat Kansas State or Baylor. Be competitive, though. Be competitive, not lose by a combined 73. Wow. Home against BYU. They got to win. They should win because BYU, matchup-wise, they don't have the athletes that Houston supposedly does. But the pressure defense does cause problems for some teams. Their next game, this coming Saturday, at TCU. Well, no, it's here. Home against TCU. TCU is without their best player. Will be without their best player. Sedona Prince broke a bone in her hand, a wrist, something against Baylor a few days ago. So she's going to be out for a while. I still don't think TCU will lose, <laughs> even without Sedona. Wow. 
After that, West Virginia, that's on the road. I don't see them beating the good teams on the road in conference play. Then they come here home against Oklahoma on the road against Texas Tech. Mm. Well, they, already, they already lost Texas Tech <laughs> at home to start the, their first game in Big 12 play. Well, if they get four to six wins this year in conference play, anything more than that, I'll be shocked. Mm-hmm. Four to six. It's an 18-game league schedule. Mm. So that's either six and twelve or four and fourteen. Ten years, Will. Ten years. Totally not this dude, but I gotta ask. Yes. How, how many years left on this deal? Two. Well, oh. well, no, 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 no. Because last year, end of last year, everybody was gone. Remember who's watching? Who everybody's watching the show? Remember, I mentioned. Coaching colleagues, coaches I know, thought he'd be fired last year. So when he was brought back this year, I don't know if that added years to his contract. I don't believe so. I think he's just got one left. I think next season. I think. I still want you. And let me be clear. Coach Huey is a good dude. Right. This is not personal. But if you expect to compete for championships, capitalize on the growing popularity of women's college basketball in the country, he's not the right person for this job. The New Deal, Meteorized Deal, which is giving more exposure, more money for women's college basketball. Ultimately, it's going to lead to revenue units for the women's teams to reach the tournament. Your thoughts on this? This is what some coaches said. Coach Staley is one of them. Yep. Coach uh, Courtney Banghart, North Carolina, said it as well. That with revenue units, earning units, and let me, for those who don't know, you get to the tournament in men's hoops for every round you advance, you get like a $300,000 for the team slash conference. And it goes up like 3% every year. That's been going on for like almost 30 years. Mm-hmm. Women's hoops does not have that. No units for making a tournament. Does not matter how far you advance, no money, no payout. That's going to change this new media rights deal that was just announced a couple of days ago. Mm-hmm. Will, do you believe that once it's finalized or whatever units, the payouts is determined, will that incentive, financial incentive, Finally, open the eyes for the closed minded folks at Houston to realize, oh, we can make money with basketball now. And he's not doing it. He as in Coach Huey. So maybe it's time for a change. Could that be the eye opener, Mr. Gibson? I defer to you. I'm not trying to be sloppy with this, but you're on. You, I, I, I gain my knowledge from UH on you, from you. So. Well, do I think I don't? I haven't seen anything thus far that would tell me it would. Just to go. be completely honest, um, no. So that's what answer your question, no. And Miss Wanda, you could chime in with your comment as well, and I believe it'd be the same thing <laughs> that you just said. I've already reached out to a few alums the last few days when the new deal was announced. They agree; they don't believe it's going to change. 
they don't believe, neither do I, that the administration cares about women's college basketball. Yep. You know, be, becoming relevant, getting to the tournament, having thousands of people attend the games. And women's college basketball is not going to become some huge moneymaker. But for Houston and other, heck, Rice, Prairie View, TSU, women's hoops, HCU, get to a point where they're not losing money, that'd be a positive. We're not having to, you know, spend so much money just to, to hope and not go to have a lot of check games and all those kind of things. Mm-hmm. And if you have fans come to the games, start buying merch, start winning, get into the tournament, earn some revenue. That should be a goal if you care about women's college basketball. And Miss Wanda, will she agree with you? Don't think it'll change anything. The attendance numbers all over the state, every other school, you know, power programs, Tech, Baylor, Texas, Texas A&M, average three to 4,000 per home game. UH, with their kids' day, education day, so that was a boost because it was like 3,000-plus kids in attendance for that game already. I think it was against TSU, Texas Southern. So the average may be 1,500. Take out that 3,000-plus, it's less than 1,000. Okay. But that's more than Rice. Rice is averaging like 900. Hmm. Houston Christian is like 300. TSU, 250, 300. So you get where I'm going with this. Folks who are tuning in, why are you spending so much time on women's college basketball? One more time, for those who missed it, the Houston Round Bar View has been approved to cover the women's Final Four. Men's Final Four, too, if I wanted to. I've been approved. I've been covering women's Final Four going on 25 years, Will. I'm a national voter for three, three of the awards. So my passion for women's college hoops runs deep. I spend time on this. I'm a voter for the Big 12 Player of the Week. I was nominated to do that. I was asked if I wanted to do it because someone from the Big 12 office suggested me for it, for the Houston representation. So my passion for this runs deep. So to see my alma mater, women's hoops, 10 years, Will. Yep. 10. 10. I don't, I just, what is it going to take? And I'll keep covering them. I'll be there Wednesday for the Battle of the Cougars between BYU and Houston. I'll be there. Chances are I might be the only media person there <laughs> covering the game, but I will be there. Wow. 10 years. What is it going to take? I, I, I don't understand what's going to take. One day, hopefully. It'll change. I don't know what's going to make it change, but one day I don't have Tillman's ear. I know Tillman's is a, is about business. Understand that. But at some yeah. point you need to realize yeah. what is my return on investment investment for this man here? It's been 10 years. Mm-hmm. 10 years. Yeah. 
Closing closing moments of the show. What would you like to share, Brother Gibson? You don't want to give a score on the uh, game tomorrow, but what, what do you want to close it out with? Yeah, man, just uh, be interesting. The uh, American Football Co- Football Coaches Association, AFCA, is having their uh, national convention starting today in Nashville. And uh, typically it's the, every coach in America is in that in the mm-hmm. mix. And uh, basically it's job fair, okay, yep. if you will. Mm-hmm. Job interview. Uh, Ryan Day is in the building. Uh, Corey <laughs> and um, suffice to say uh, all offensive coaches in Nashville this week may want to get an appointment with Ryan Day. I'll just leave that there. And including the gentleman who used to coach at Houston, Will? The offensive genius? The guru? Save him outside <laughs> of that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you said that, Corey. I didn't say that. But uh, I'll just say that uh, if you're an offensive coach, save the former coach of the Houston Cougars. Um, you may want to get some time with Ryan Day this week in Nashville. Because one of my buddies sent me an article last night that that former coach of the Cougars may be hired at Nebraska for the Great. offensive Phenomenal. I have no idea why. I don't know. Phenomenal. You know, that would be great. That would probably just how long has it been since Nebraska made a bowl game? I don't yeah, a while. A so great I while. I don't see why that would change. You know, but I right. Right. But you know, hey, good luck to him because yeah. when he does land another job, that will reduce what Houston owes him in the payout. <laughs> in the buyout. So yeah. Hey, that's that's real talk. No ill will toward him. But I'll say this. Yesterday at the UH men's basketball game, great crowd. There's about three rows. One, two, three, three rows. And a few rows in front of where I sit, where our media sits. Coach Fritz and some of his coaching staff was there. Will they had recruits? All three rows. All no, three Oh, can I say? Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead I go saw. Ahead. I saw your tweet. Go ahead. Say it. Go ahead. Yeah. 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 Because you do. Yeah. 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 Speaking of recruits, uh, Devin Sanchez, the uh, class of twenty-five, number one corner in the country out of Houston North Shore. Houston North Shore committed to the Ohio State University yesterday at the uh, All American Game in San Antonio, All American Bowl in San Antonio. Um. Yeah, I, I was. I need my Houston people to. To, to chime in on North Shore is a football factory, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they've been good yeah. a long, long time. Yeah. I need my Houston people to, ch- to chime in on that because he uh, – I've seen him around. He's been here quite a bit. Um, he uh, – pa- he was here for uh, summer camp. His parents were here. He has a great relationship with cornerbacks coach Tim Walton. Um, Tim Walton is quietly becoming – a top-notch recruiter in the, across the country when it comes to to DBs and uh, Devin Sanchez is is the latest class of twenty five, so it won't be here until next year. But uh, yeah, hmm. I like that. I like that, Corey. I like that. Cool. Very good. Miss yep. Wanda says, "Okay, back to this real quick. 
analyze what? What what could he analyze? Yeah, that's what that typically what that what okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. What happens typically is because college football staffs, you can only have 10 assistant coaches, but mm-hmm. you can hire analysts. So what typically coaches do is they hire former head coaches, like for example, uh at Ohio State, Ryan Day's analysts are uh, Paul Rhodes from Iowa State and uh, Joe Philbin, uh, from okay. the, uh, former offensive coordinator in the Miami Dolphins, uh, head coach of the Miami Dolphins, offensive coordinator of the Packers. So they don't count necessarily as one of your 10 staff positions, mm-hmm. but they're analysts. So they don't have game day responsibilities. They basically hang around the building. They are sounding ear. Uh, sounding still getting paid, though, right? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So I'm still gonna cut down on what yeah, he yeah, owes yeah. him. So that that yeah. that's yeah. all I care about. Good luck to him. Yeah. Yep. Yep. But good luck to you said Mr. Sanchez is young man's last name. Devin Sanchez. Devin, Devin Sanchez. Sanchez. Good luck to him. Yep. At some point, hopefully, Coach Fritz and the staff will start plugging some of those North Shore guys. You know, because like I said, that, that's a football factory there. I mean, it has been up for a long, long time. Okay. But on another note, this is another example of the job Coach Kelvin Sampson is doing and his staff is doing. Last Saturday, the Cougs game against Penn. Penn, Will, Penn. Right. On an unofficial visit, that young man, his name is Caleb Holt. Class of 2026. Hmm. Third ranked in the country. Visited. He's from the state of Alabama. So I'd be shocked if Bama or Auburn let him leave. <laughs> you know what I'm going. What I mean by that? I have, without question. But the fact that a hey, he's about six four, six five, third best in the country, class of twenty. That's not sophomore, right? Well, sophomore. Yeah. Twenty six. Yeah. Came on a visit. Shows you the growth, respect of the Houston Cougars on a national platform. And don't get it twisted. The staff has its eyes on the cream of the crop in the Houston area too. And you might see some of those names when I, as a member of the Gavi Lewis Award, announced the 25 watch list in a few, probably 10 days or so. You might see some of those names who maybe later on this year, one of them might win the award. I don't know where they're going to go because high school hoops is, is not my area. I do the press releases for the the organization, and I rely on my my buddies who know that. Hey, yeah, he's legit. He's legit. Blah blah blah. And then they tell me, oh, he's he's committed to Houston. Oh, okay. Then I'll follow him and once he becomes a Cougar. But <laughs> until then, right. it's a bunch of names to me. Right. But there are a handful of them who are top twenty-five finalists. Some of them be top ten. Who the Cougars are looking at. I'm just putting it out there too, Miss Wanda, Corey, etc. So it all ties together. See, that's why Brother Gibson is on the show. Because Houston area kids do play for, commit to the Ohio State. He can talk about that as well here on Folks Talk of Sports. You can follow us on YouTube at the Round Bar View channel. Subscribe. Start to subscribe to the Folks Talk of Sports channel on YouTube. That's going to grow eventually. Folks talk sports on Musk for, I'll keep it, Will. You know, we'll get people 
it's good for the eyeballs yeah. for the advertisers to branch out and have the demographics, all those things as well. Yeah. But my man, you got it. We're gonna close it out. It's your world, Willie Gibson. Appreciate you as always, uh, KG. Uh, you can always find me on social media as the Crawl States on X at Will Gibson Seven, uh, Facebook, IG, and Threads. Will No Sports. And y'all know if you're listening to us on the audio platforms, I am KG here, Musk at the HRR, the HR Review everything else ig spotable threads and tiktok houston round bar view follow me on those more and more because that's where i'm doing more updates providing more content on those platforms it's easier to do for me this has been a great show Corey. thank you very much for your comments your info your insight miss wanda as well brother gibson as well everybody Gotta plug this as well. I think I have his info somewhere. Um, but for sure, follow A D Moore Monday. And if you don't, follow start following him on YouTube everywhere. The Advanced Corner, IG and YouTube. A D underscore more 64 on Musk, because he will be. His face will be in the place Monday for the CFP title game between Michigan and Washington, and he will also be at the NFL's big game in February. If you want to advertise on these platforms, reminder, just email me. You might be surprised at the demographics and the numbers that we're getting for these shows. Email me at kgardner at thehrr.com. One more time, kgardner at thehrr.com. Wrapping it up. Everyone, thank you for taking time out to talk to us, watching the show, listen to it if you catch the rebroadcast on the audio platforms. Always remember this, or if you don't know, you'll be new to it. Since 1994, the Houston Round Ball Review, local name, global perspective. Y'all take care. Game over. <laughs>